0: with AWB contract
1: templates. I have a question for you. Were your supplements made before or after your DNA test results? Let me introduce you to Euphoria. Euphoria is the one and only company to offer personalized designer nutrition created specifically for you based upon your DNA profile. How is Euphoria's DNA test different? Euphoria's DNA test unlocks the secrets to your actionable genes and their influence on your body. These actionable genes are called SNPs or SNPs. And with nearly 400 million unique formulas, this is your very own customized nutritional supplement. With Euphoria, you get to say bye to one-size-fits-all blind nutrition and hello to customized nutrition made specifically for you and your DNA. And it is so custom that even the barcode has your name on it. No formula is exactly the same. Interested in learning more about Euphoria? Check out the show notes of this episode, or you can visit our website at www. Launtyourfire.com slash show, and all the details that you need to find out more about their unique process and unique supplement will be there waiting for you. Welcome back to the Flaunt Your Fire show, where we explore what it means to be your whole self, in person and online, as you unapologetically flaunt the fire that burns within you. I am your host and CEO of Flaunt Your Fire, India Jackson, and today I am going to be joined by our co-host, Erica Corday. And I am so excited to have her here. We were having a private conversation, and it posed the question... Is it possible to be authentic and censor yourself for other people's feelings? And I think that I'm drawing the conclusion from this episode as no. It is very, very challenging to fully step into your light and censor yourself. It just, they don't seem to go together, right? I think it's important to be human. It's important to be kind, generous, considerate, but When you're doing the work of truly owning who you and your brand are fully and stepping into that 100% and unapologetically, it is almost impossible to do that from a place where you're now having to water yourself down as well. So I'm excited for you guys to hear this episode. I think that many of the pieces may speak to you, and I'm going to say if you're listening and you're on a journey, you are empowering others, you are changing the game, you are impacting lives, I want to remind you that you will upset some people. There will be people who are not going to resonate with your message, are not going to want to support your message, and that is okay. I also want to remind you that that's not always about you. It's not always about your message. Sometimes the people listening still have some work to do. Um, Maybe they've experienced bullying. Maybe they've experienced being ashamed in the past. Maybe they've had traumas. And the things that you're saying or doing could actually like kind of reactivate these things for them. And as unfortunate as that may be, it's also important to recognize that if you are not speaking from a place of judgment, from shame, from bullying, from guilting people, then you've done nothing wrong. (laughs) And remembering that you don't have to censor yourself. It is okay to fully be yourself. It's okay to fully show up in an authentic way that's true to you. You may lose them, but you will gain others who actually can hear clearly where your heart is. All right, let's get this show on the road. So I know you and I, Erica, have been talking about polarization and... I didn't realize we were having a polarization conversation until we were having a polarization conversation. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. But I think it started because I've been kind of battling this thing of recognizing that um, part of what I do on a personal and professional level is bodybuilding, part of what our clients do. Is health and fitness, whether it's bodybuilding, marathons, you name it. And this content can possibly be triggering people who don't. And <laughs> I realized that uh, there's this dynamic of wanting to support people and fawning their fire and telling them to like be their whole selves in person and online. And I truly do believe in that which is why it's no secret that my personal life includes bodybuilding. But then how do you navigate that while also realizing you're triggering people that are also some of your ideal clients that just happen to do something different? It's a strange place to be in. And I think that there's probably several other listeners and several other people out there in the online marketing world and online um in-person marketing world (laughs) that have found themselves in similar places of like, I don't want to trigger people.
0: Okay. So I'm actually gonna step back for a second and I want to make sure that everybody understands exactly what polarization is so that you can hop in this and you're like, okay, I got you. Good. Polarization. Google says division into two sharply contrasting groups or sets of opinions or beliefs. So when we're talking about polarization, it's the fact that there are these things that we are addressing or talking about or marketing around, and it tends to push people to two camps, Um, one of, you know, one of which you happen to be in at that moment, and sometimes you could be in either one, but it's essentially the fact that you're really going to be on Either side of the fence. It's not going to be this like, oh, well, really not sure. No, it's going to kind of push you one or the other way. And that's kind of the point of polarization. And that'll come up when you see stuff online and either you're like, yeah, I see it. I get it. Me too. Fuck yeah. Or what the fuck? Oh, no, I'm not doing that. That's no, I don't agree with any of that. So I think it's important that we acknowledge that, but I think um, what's really important is to acknowledge. acknowledge, acknowledge good job. <laughs> um, it, this is what happens when you are looking at a screen at a word and then you try to talk. Um, I, I think it's important to acknowledge that polarization has a really important component in that it gets people off the fence, it gets people to acknowledge how they feel about things, what it is that they believe, um, you know, what's true or accurate at this particular point in their life. What is it that matters for where they are right now? And I think what's interesting is that you happen to be in two um, different, yet very related camps when it comes to, um, The fitness and health industry as a whole, whether it's bodybuilding, nutrition, any of it, or business. Um, And let's also acknowledge that, again, fitness and the health side, that those are businesses. It is a business. Yeah. You know, (laughs) but they are very different. And so you can get this kind of like, oh, there's this or there's this. If you're showing me um, bikini athletes, then as a business owner, I don't need to see or hear any of this or, you know, oh, I'm an athlete. I don't need this business stuff. And that's all a lie. So can I say that
1: first? That's a lie. Exactly. Exactly. I think that athletes and entrepreneurs are one and the same. They just don't always know it. And so coming from my lens, it's like, I'm still a human, let's first acknowledge that even though I'm the CEO of a marketing agency, I do strategy, I'm still a human. So the feelings that my audience can have about being afraid to say certain things or um, wanting to make sure that everybody in their audience feels comfortable, that comes up for me too. This is why I get you because I'm here and I'm doing the same things. Um, But you know, I think that more people have things in common than they think if you would actually just have the conversation with each other to discover that. And I think that we can assume that there's polarization happening sometimes when it's not. So one of the things that happened is on my personal Instagram profile, The India Jackson, um, I actually used to have this as my uh, wallpaper on my phone, and it's an a graphic that says, what you eat in private, you wear in public. And it's something that has been a part of my life for a while as a reminder for myself because it's very easy to want sugar. I struggle with um, eating sugar. It's something that's not a part of my nutrition plan, obviously, if you know, coming from the bodybuilding industry and things like that. But You know, it's one of those things that sometimes people have trigger foods of like, once you have that thing, you want more of it. So anything sweet, I have to watch because if I have something sweet, whether it's some juice, a piece of candy, a piece of chocolate, it doesn't matter. I want more sugar after that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So for me, that's been my reminder is as somebody who's in public spaces a lot on stages, speaking on stages, competing in the past as a bodybuilder. I have to be mindful what I eat in private that like sneaking something on the side, you're still going to see it in the crop top. (laughs) And by the time this goes out, it would have been last week. I put out a post and I... I'm going to be honest. It was one of the first times I acknowledged for myself while I was writing it that I was filtering the shit out of myself because I realized that that graphic and those words on it could trigger people to feel like they were being judged. And so I very carefully stated, um, and I probably should pull it up, but I was very mindful to say, like, this is a note to self. Like, that was one of the first things that the caption said Um, out of my awareness that Sometimes things about diet, nutrition, exercise can make people feel shame or guilt. Um, actually, I have it up now. It says, a friendly note to myself, vegan cookies don't look cute in an EG Fitwear crop top at the Arnold Sports Festival. And then I put like a muscle arm and the tongue out face. Very clearly in that caption, this was a note to myself that I just happened to publicly share and... It's also about some things that I have coming up. I'm clearly stating that I'm going to be wearing crop tops and fitness clothes at an Arnold sports festival, which is actually one of the largest bodybuilding competitions in the world. Um, And specifically, I believe it's the largest in this country. And I'm going to be there with an apparel client that has compensated me to come and help them run their booth. So I have to be mindful that I'm representing not just myself, but also how their clothes look on the human body. So important reminder to myself, (laughs) but even then in the comments, I still had somebody say something along the lines of that they felt like they were being judged or they felt judging eyes on them. And I'm like, you can't say anything. (laughs) So...
0: Okay. First of all, and and this is where full transparency comes in. We talked about this and I, we talked about and had dialogue around how this could maybe make someone feel. um, What if someone that was a competitor, and this is where I want you business owners to kind of hear that just because you see someone that looks a certain way, you don't know what the other end of that was you know you don 't know what got them to do this you don 't know if maybe they 've developed an eating disorder or they 're off the heels of having had one you don 't know what that looked like, so please don 't just assume that they looked this certain way and oh, this is about judgment no that 's not necessarily what that is, but the big thing is is that because I do so much work around people having to do things imperfectly when it comes to their actions. That get them moving because it can be very easy to overthink it and not do it. And Mm -hmm. oh, I don't want this to be offensive. I don't want to say this and it makes someone feel a certain way, or what if I don't do it perfectly? And there's a million different reasons that you can talk yourself out of it, but at the end of the day, I'ma say it, and some people might not like it. Okay. It is what it is. I'm gonna say it. We do what we can to be considerate, to be inclusive. Um, now. This is not to say bring your racist comments to the table. Leave that shit somewhere else. Throw that in the goddamn shredder. So that ain't what I'm saying. So when I talk about imperfection, I'm not saying bring racist, xenophobic, homophobic. I'm not saying bring that shit to the table. I'm not saying any of that.
1: Can I also add on there that like your own body shaming and judging people for their size, like that's not okay either.
0: Mm -mm. You know,
1: something that's not necessarily always on the radar, but that's real too.
0: So when I talk about, you know, showing up and being authentic and, and we talk about imperfect action and knowing that sometimes you may not get it perfectly, that is not talking about truly offensive stuff. This is talking about living in your authenticity and giving yourself the space to live what is your reality. Everybody's not going to be okay with it. And ain't shit you can do about that. Fuck them. I said it. Because if you walk around on eggshells at all times, you are of no good to anybody. There are people that don't like that I talk about anti racist things. Fuck them. There's people that don't like that, you know. I've, I've made comments around my fitness journey and I don't even talk a lot about it, but I can't help it if you don't like it. Fuck it. There's nothing I can do about that. You know, I've, I, I, I do what I do and I think everybody needs to have the space to live whatever their reality is, regardless of what somebody else is or is not going to do about it. As long as this is not something that is truly of harm to your physical body, your safety, anything of that, of of that nature. If it is making you feel a certain way mentally or emotionally, you can fix that. Don't fucking listen. But it's also not fair to everybody else to not be able to live fully. It's not fair that, and I'm gonna say it, don't be mad at me, India. Business (sighs) owners, those of you that show up on the India Jackson Flaunt Your Fire or things that I repost over at Erica Corday or over through um, Pause on the Play. If we are showing our competitor cohorts and you feel a certain way, goodbye. Goodbye. Because if it makes you feel a certain way for somebody to live their best life in that moment after working their ass off, then you got some shit that you need to adjust within yourself.
1: I'm going to co-sign that 100%. And I think that it's important that in the conversation that we're having here and that we had privately, I had to recognize the question that then became in my mind, is it even possible to be completely authentic, completely yourself, to love and honor and flaunt what makes you different, flaunt your fire, yet censor yourself for other people's feelings? And I'm coming to the conclusion that that's, that's a no. Like you shouldn't have to water yourself down and hide who you are. Now, granted, if you're bullying people, if you're fat shaming people, that's just not cool. That's not okay. But if you're just celebrating what you've worked so hard to build, if you're honoring yourself, is that really hurting other people's feelings? And I, I think what also came into play is, you know, at what point are you triggering somebody because of something you said or did? Or is it that they have their own inner work that they need to kind of visit and this just happened to be the thing that they're now projecting, kind of bought those feelings up?
0: And I think it's worth acknowledging that if we're talking about the concept of social media, this is a snapshot. This is not, like this is a static image in a not so static life. And so if you take this one thing and you haven't even gotten the limited amount of context that comes along with it from the caption, then you're going to pull whatever you want to pull the same way that if you eavesdrop, you won't draw whatever conclusion you want to. You didn't get the whole conversation. You don't know the whole story. And now you in your feelings about something that was never meant for you to begin with. It's pretty much the same damn thing. This is not You know, oh, here's a picture now. I'm supposed to make you feel a certain way. Go run 12 miles on the treadmill. Side note, (laughs) time don't help you. It don't help you. Um, But that's not what it's about because if you haven't gotten the entire thing, it's just like um, a business friend of ours, she had posted something about doing Whole 30 in January because it was a part of her reset for herself. And while I don't know the full extent of it, what I did was I saw that and then I saw her having to come back and say, I think this triggered people. I apologize. That was not my intent. This is what I do for me, not for losing weight, but because it's kind of a detox and a reset to begin the year. It's something that feels good to me, but it's by no means meant to um, kind of implore anyone else to feel a certain way or do anything. And so this individual was just simply sharing a piece of her life in order to humanize herself and somehow it got
1: people came for her.
0: (laughs) Right. I've, I, I, I had one who, you know, I've seen multiple times actually, whether it's my clients or even from those that I follow as who I take information from, you say something and it's like, Oh no, but this is exactly what I got from it. And if you say something that's offensive, you have to acknowledge that and you have to do your due diligence around it. Um, to make amends, but there's also a place to where it's like, can I live my best life and not feel like I'm making you feel a certain way just because yours looks different? Because I didn't say yours was wrong. I didn't say mine was right.
1: So I want to provide some context. When Erica said our competitor cohorts, she means bodybuilding athletes, professional athletes that compete on a stage. And are judged by how they look, how much muscle they've put on, how much fat they still have or don't have on. When she's mentioning this other person and talked about their Whole30 uh, and for their foray into that an exploration of that for their reset, if you're talking about who I think you are, um, without naming names on here, but this is a normal everyday woman with kids. Like, it's not like she's some fitness industry person either. So it's like why is even the regular person who Mm -hmm. doesn't look like a bodybuilder and isn't trying to judge by what she's putting in her mouth or not? There's so many things that go along with body image. And I just want to step back and say that while we're having a body image conversation, this is a sharing who you are and stepping into who you are conversation. That's the context of why it bought this conversation here. But I think that this is when you talk about anything, that there's always a possibility that somebody will take what you've said to celebrate your wins or to share a piece of your private life and make it about them and feel triggered. And I'm going to say that that's not your problem because if you're coming at this from a place of just sharing information or just putting yourself out there, then their assumption that you're shaming people who don't do what you're doing, who don't look the way that you look, who don't have the same lifestyle you have, is their assumptions. And that's making an ass out of them. Don't let it make an ass out of you.
0: No. And I want it to be um, kind of understood that you don't have to minimize... um what it is that you're doing, because this just happens to be where you are right now. And the reality with polarization is that you're going to get some people that are going to be like, yeah, I'm in for all of this. And they're going to jump on the train. But you're also going to get some that are like, yeah, I'm not in for this right now. And so if you have 50 people that are like, I'm out, and you got 75 that are like, yeah, I'm I'm here, then that means that it made space for the right kind of people but it's also allowing people to move on their journey as they need to, because this might not be where you are right now, or this may not resonate with you right now. And that's fine. That doesn't mean that it might not ever, that may not mean that it did, you know, it won't at some point or it didn't at some point, you know, but this is where you are. And in order for you to be able to do what you need to do, there's going to be some people that are going to come for the ride and some that are, that are not The really old episode on pause on the play. You can't come yeah. for this
1: ride. Not you know? everybody is going to be able to be on the ride at the same time in the same seat. And you will find that some people will hop off the ride, get off the fence and decide this is this messaging or this content is not for me. Many times the reason why I have nothing to do with you, it has something to do with things within themselves that they haven't reconciled. And that's Okay. And sometimes these people come back later and say, when they've worked on those things or sorted through that and hop back on the ride. That's and okay to- I'm going to go back. to
0: Yes. And I'm going to repeat that again. This is not about you because there are going to be times that people have to lean in or completely lean away from something because that just happens to be what is going on at that moment. Because sometimes if, you know, going back to the example of if the business owner sees this competitor and they immediately click away. Maybe it's because at that moment, you know, they can't, they, don't, they just don't have the space in their life to focus on their fitness the way that they want to. Or maybe they were there before and for some reason illness or life or whatever came in and that's just not where they are. Maybe it's hard for them. But I think it's important if that happens, you know, to make sure that if it's you, that you can acknowledge like, oh, this has nothing to do with you or anything that you said, like, this is mine. Because at mm-hmm. least at that point, you're not putting off your feelings on somebody else as a consequence of their actions, because it's, it's going to happen. There are times that I've been triggered at stuff, but I have to then be like, okay, is that you or is that me? And there's nothing wrong with that. But that means that I can acknowledge what's my shit and what is it that I need to deal with or just the way that I feel, whatever it is, but let me own what's mine. And not by osmosis, give it to you. Like, oh, no, this is your fault. No, it's not. And we are giving people ownership of, you can't say this because it makes me feel a certain way. You're outsourcing your own emotions. That's not okay either.
1: That's huge. Like, I want to pause for a second. Outsourcing your emotions. Like, That's a huge concept that I want to make sure you guys heard. And if you need to rewind it back a few seconds, please do. Because I think a lot of times, and I've been guilty of this myself, so I'm human. But recognizing that sometimes the things that we're feeling is not something that somebody else said or did to us. It was what was already within us, and we chose to take it a certain way.
0: I fully believe in the concept that no one does anything to you. You allow them to. You know, oh, that hurt my feelings. Did I hurt your feelings or did you let something that I said or did hurt your feelings? And that's not about saying that something that someone did wasn't hurtful, but that's about taking ownership of how you process it because Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a statement or an action until you process it and you make it whatever it is for you because someone else might not get to that exact same place. So that's where, you know, for for each individual, taking your responsibility of what something means to you is important, but it's also an important part of empowerment so that it's not the victim uh, mentality of, oh, you did this. This is your fault.
1: Yeah, that's huge. So I think that if you're listening and you're somebody – Well, number one, if you're listening to this podcast, you're somebody who is looking at social content, is looking at in-person events and things like that. Just be mindful that as you truly flaunt your fire and show up and own all the pieces of you, not everything is going to feel good for everybody else. And don't let that necessarily change what you're doing. It's time to maybe Evaluate all the pieces because if it's online, you can see the stats. You can see how many times people click to the next story or how long they stay on the story or which posts they're liking and engaging with the most. But don't necessarily let that mean something about you or your content on a personal level. Sometimes it's not what you're doing, it's where the people who are following you are at. And that's okay to recognize, but you have to see both pieces of that because what I don't want to see is. For example, our athlete and personal trainer clients slowly stop posting pictures of their amazing transformations because it triggers some people like, no, you should be proud of the transformation. And this is the results that your clients get. And seeing some people click away or choose not to engage in those pieces, reminding yourself that that might not be a reflection of you. That might be a reflection of where they're at on their own journey, or maybe they have their own shame or guilt to work through in that department. Um, I'm also going to say that it can apply to so many other industries. So if part of your lifestyle or your business is spiritual practice, uh, using sage, uh, meditation, journaling, writing, these kinds of things can trigger people who may have a mindset of like, that's witch work, you know, or (laughs) this Uh is devil worshiping, you know. And does that mean that you don't meditate anymore? Absolutely not but recognize that those people may need to go so that you can make space for people who do value those things.
0: And with that, I want to throw in there that I want there to be discernment in there. In that if you have somebody that mentions to you that they feel a certain way about your meditating, your journaling, your tarot cards, or Oracle cards, whatever that might be, um, I do think that that can be a really good place to take it with a grain of salt. But if you begin to pull in what is um, a spiritual practice for people, um, you may have some things to acknowledge. And I say that because sometimes for people, they'll, they'll pull up the sage thing. And it's like white sage is actually one of those things that a lot of uh, Native American people are like, don't. Don't sell it. You're not supposed to use it. You're not using it properly. So that's where you have to have your discernment to say, okay, what is this becoming something that isn't mine and what's maybe a teachable moment? So there's that too.
1: Yes, I agree 100%. And I think that out of this conversation, I'm realizing that conversation is important to both of our brands as well as collaborative relationships. And I'm gonna to say to the person on the other side that feels triggered by things that people are saying about themselves or their clients or photos they're sharing, is maybe rather than go in your feelings and feel so triggered and point a finger, have a conversation. Sometimes you don't know why this person chose to use Sage. You don't know why this person chose to go in a bodybuilding, or why whatever it is that may be happening that made you feel triggered. And in having conversation you can create understanding. Many times what you may assume on the other side is not actually reality. I mean, I think that anybody who's dabbled into eating a meat-free diet has been there where they've asked for something without the meat and felt judged. And I think on the other side of that judgment is many times the assumption that the meat eater has that, well, people who don't eat meat judge us. And it's like, no, most of us could care less of what you eat. But When there's no conversation, that's when we get into racism. That's when we get into preconceived notions. That's when we get into people feeling very separate. Um, And there being this underlying conflict that otherwise a conversation could have fixed.
0: Agree. Agree fully. And that's where I think writing the story of everyone else by yourself, it doesn't work does not work
1: wow what a powerful episode and I am so glad that my co-host Erica Corday went on our soapbox a little bit because for those of you that don't know together we own a brand called pause in the play and there we are diving into ethical marketing for inclusive leaders and that means that we're talking about being for things being against things we're talking about racism we're talking about sexism We're talking about LGBTQ rights. These are huge things, and the shadow side of not standing up and talking about what matters to you, what you believe in, means that your messaging is not changing lives. And I think anybody here is here to change the game in some kind of way. And part of that is completely being authentic and flaunting your fire. So if you are listening to this and you realized, hey, you know, I am really mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'm letting my sweet tooth come out a little bit, but I am mint chocolate chip ice cream, but I have been censoring myself down and watering myself down into vanilla. And you want to work through these things, feel free to head over to flauntyourfire.com and we can talk about what it looks like to show up as more of your authentic self in your marketing and how to do that in a way which actually increases your sales and increases your visibility and your no like and trust factor, which may not increase your followers. So I do wanna make that clear. You may need to lose some people who've been sitting on the fence and who don't fully agree with you or resonate with your messaging in order to make space for those that do. Okay. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, Hey, I love this episode. I know that it can change the game for somebody in my network. Feel free to head over to Spotify with Spotify. You're able to share episode to your Instagram stories, which is so freaking cool and share this episode with a friend. Or if you're not that tech savvy and you don't have Spotify, you can screenshot it or leave us a review on Apple podcast. All of these things help increase our messaging to get to be able to help one more person be able to know that they're not alone in these feelings. That everyone, even myself, needs accountability in making sure that we are fully stepping into our light and not diluting who we are. All right, I am so excited to have you guys on the next episode soon coming up. We have some really great special guests. One of them is going to be diving into being able to see your brand from the outside in. And I know we talk about a lot of the inside out here, but it is so important to have an audit of your brand and to know what your current reputation is. What would somebody say about you if they had to describe who you are or who your business is to someone else? Because that allows us to see where we might need to align some things better. And these allow us to see what shifts we want to make. So I'm super excited to have that guest coming up. We have some other really cool things in the pipeline as we're going to be varying a little bit more of the visibility piece with mindset, with marketing, with branding, and with inclusivity because that's super important too. Okay, see you on the next episode.